I think we talked about last time how June was always just like a month that was like really a lot. There's a lot of things happening. Yeah. And since last week, things have like escalated. Ex- yeah, exponentially. Like there's so many things. I'm so excited. And then I'm going to be like antisocial like all July. You yeah, know? exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> it's also August. Like what even is August? Fuck off. Well, there is something in August now, but we will get to that later. Oh, okay. But, Though uh, we do have an air conditioner now. So. August is not as upsetting as Dreading. I once yeah. perceived it to be, you know? Exactly. Uh, this is Call of Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm Rachel. And uh, there's lots of things happening. Uh, but first, let's just talk about the coffee and do the facts and stuff. Let's get the, the regulars out of the way here. Yeah, the classics. Uh, coffee is a classic in itself. It's the hometown brew from Whole Foods. Whole Foods. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it is just... You, even yesterday... I made up coffee, and you were just like, wow, this is fantastic coffee. Like, yesterday I was at, like, a state of mind that I wouldn't recommend, <laughs> you know? It was, I was just so tired at that point. And I was like, Chris, this is the best cup of coffee you have ever made. It was like, there's a distinct flavor when you're at a diner, I feel. I don't it, know it what is, it is, but like... it's like a vibe. <sighs> And then that coffee, just like sometimes Chris will make coffee and it tastes just like you're sitting at a fucking diner. You know, I think it's like the coffee pots at the diner, you know, they've been used like thousands of times. They've built up like a reputation within themselves and that gives it an extra flavor. And now also when our, it's really hot, like fresh from the yeah, going. <laughs> our coffee pot has been through the works now, so I think it's got its own unique flavor. It's like a cast iron skillet. Yeah, Dude, exactly. It's not We've good at all. We've seasoned it or whatever the fuck you call that. Like, yeah. I don't know. You can buy cast iron skillets on amazon that are pre-seasoned that's wild because honestly like i don't i want a cast iron skillet so bad i feel like now like you tell me all this stuff about them and i'm like it is intimidating (laughs) it's like it's the perfect vessel but also like she's heavy she's she's got to be seasoned it's just it's it's heavy did i mention that and also like (laughs) imagine me trying to pull out like something out of the oven and it's like heavy as fuck with a little uh Hand mitt situation. Mitt, yeah. A hand mitt. A hand mitten. Um, I don't know, but I want one. How do you even season it? Like, do you just have to cook in it? But what I don't do you know, do? do? You spread like parsley on it. Like, what do you do? What seasonings do you use? I, it's just like caked on grease, and it's like it never fully gets clean again. But it also doesn't matter for some reason. And also the pan. It, That's also like a, the skillet itself like a gives a flavor. No, like a new cookie sheet always sucks because it's, it's true. But once you've had one that's like really dirty really and just has on. like yeah, it works great. You know, I also this is just like a second. I want to complain. <laughs> oh my god! So a very long time ago, Chris and I bought those sill pads, those silicone sheets that you can use so that you don't have to keep buying like tin foil and fucking parchment paper all the time. Yeah. And so ideally, what a great idea. Things don't stick to it. You don't have to, you know, make as much waste, whatever. Also, I made sure that when I ordered them, like I got the same exact brand. Like this was when. Okay, like, you're using the ones that like Byron Talbot has. Yeah. So that's when like, you fucking know. But like, it was the same brand that like I used at Subway when I worked there for like three hot minutes. You know. Okay, that's not good credibility. No, but like they worked. You know. <laughs> I if know. this brand, this the largest food fast food chain in the world. Is it? Yeah, Subway is the largest. More than McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, if you think about it, you see more Subways now than you do McDonald's. If they can use those Silpads, that brand, then I would think that it's reputable. Yeah. The problem is whenever we use them, it just, it makes an odor that always sets off our smoke alarm. Like, if we just use tinfoil or parchment paper, like, the smoke alarm doesn't go off. Even if it's, like, 400 degrees, 425. Yeah. It upsets me. That's just something that I wanted to talk about. I'm very... <laughs> I wanted to get that off my chest. Yeah, you've really been harboring this. Like, like... does anybody else have this issue? I'd love to know. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some facts. Okay. We've got two of them because we don't have any coffee facts, so we're just going to give you two other facts. Listen, this first fact will possibly blow the lid off your entire existence okay okay because that's what it did for me so you guys know that i'm a bird lover hopefully you know i love a nice bird i share a a lot of bird memes that is true i used to have birds i'm that bird bench okay so my favorite part of the 12 days of christmas i feel like we've definitely talked about this in like the christmas Christmas episodes yeah I love six geese lang. That's my favorite one. Okay, <laughs> so I you have a photo next to that part at uh, Christmas Village. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I was you know browsing the internet as you do, 
And I came across an article that informed me that there's a larger conspiracy about birds in that song. Yeah. The 12 Days of Christmas. Apparently this song is like old as fuck. That I believe. Yeah. <laughs> like I totally believe that one. Yeah. So five golden rings. I know we've all imagined like fucking, you know, The Olympics jewelry. like fucking except oh, like gold. Like bangles. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking, you know, jewelry. It turns out that they're not referring to jewelry. They're referring to a specific pheasant that has golden bands around its neck in the feather area. I'm assuming there's five. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like five of those birds that have a golden ring around their neck. Either way, it's a bird, not a ring. Isn't that wild? So you're thinking, wow, the conspiracy ends there. That was enough to like make my entire existence important, right? Yeah. That's what I thought anyway. Turns out it gets deeper. There's even more birds. Birds where you would not expect them. It turns out that like the original version of this song, every one of the 12 is a bird. Even like Lords of Leaping and like Drummers Drumming and Maids of Milking. Yeah, which one was Magpies? Is that Maids of Milking? Maids of Milking, yeah, because they have like milky white patches on them. Can you believe that? Like Piper's Piping is referring to like a specific bird that like makes noises. Yeah, there's like a specific like a drumming bird that is the drummers drumming it's this really changed my outlook on the holidays my life it changed everything like there was something i'm from fucking christmas town like christmas town usa and i did not know this now i am hoping that this is a shock to all of you like it was a shock to me however i am a jew so like honestly oh well i didn't everything is a shock to me yeah but like if this is something that like everybody knows well then i'm gonna feel like lame as shit but i honestly feel like this will change a lot of minds about <laughs> birds. <laughs> All right, so let me give you the other fact. Not quite as, like, woe factor as that one. <laughs> okay. But uh, just that Sour Patch Kids... Oh, this fucked me up. ...and Swedish Fish are the same exact candy, except Sour Patch Kids just has the sour sugar on the outside. But they're different flavors, because Swedish Fish well, only the, come in that the, classic. No, there's different flavored Swedish Fish, too. I know, but, like... I know. But the blue Sour Patch, like, no one can top her. Like, what's your favorite Sour Patch color? I think the blue ones are really, they're really The blue ones are top notch. Yeah, they are fun. However, a green, ooh, so zesty. Sour Patch is one of those, like, multi-flavored fruit candies where I enjoy all of them. Yeah, it's the one, not the one, there's a few, but that one is specifically. Like, Skittles, get out of here with your fucking green apple. Okay, that was, I'm still upset. I'm still upset. But... Skittles and most candies, I've known that now as I've gotten older, I enjoy grape more than I ever did before. Yeah. Like it's I wild. used to be like, could pass on the grape. You know, I'm honestly afraid of the point where I am enjoying a good and plenty. Like No, fuck that. That's when you go too far. <laughs> There's nothing good about them. There's plenty of them because right. nobody's eating them. Someone in the comments <laughs> oh on <God>. SoundCloud, <laughs> tell us if you've ever had a good and plenty and if you've ever enjoyed it because honestly, I need to know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not like black licorice is the scourge of the world and needs to go away forever. Like, I sometimes I can like enjoy that. it. Like, so I guess I'm the odd one out here. There's very few things that I cannot tolerate the flavor of, and that is just like the one thing that I. All can't right, handle. I'll have black licorice. You'll have your olives, and we'll cilantro, be good. Cilantro, yeah. Listen, cilantro. I'm just one of those people where the cilantro is just weird. I feel like that's like fake science that somebody made up just to cover up the fact that they're like too much of a like lame-o. All right, I know there's a lot of people out here that can back me up on this. Look, so I think it's all fake news, to be you're honest. You're fake news. I think it's like you don't appreciate like having that refreshing herbal bite when you're having a nice <laughs> lime-covered black bean. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get me, you cilantro lovers out there. <laughs> you understand. All right, so... In relation to coffee, I think you need to tell me about what Dunkin' Donuts and third wave coffee is. Okay, first of all, the fact that there is a name for the like media and almost just like the view of the coffee industry, it's called third wave coffee. And this that, is too 21st century it for It is me. a lot. So BuzzFeed wrote this article about- Of course, <laughs> it's BuzzFeed. Yeah, so basically Dunkin' Donuts doesn't want to participate in third wave coffee trends. So what the fuck does that mean? Like they don't want to be like how Starbucks is like, yeah. ooh, change it up every fucking week now. Like Basically third wave coffee trends are like the flat white or the macchiato, like- 
they you know how they introduced lattes and macchiatos like kind of late to the game yeah it's like they that. were never like, really fucking good at them either they're very reluctant to branch out into anything a little bit more fancy See, that's that's how i see dunkin donuts i see dunkin donuts as like the you know this is it's america on the go like we just <laughs> want a coffee you know like yeah. just a plain cup also from this article they are the leaders in flavored coffee sales so that's why they make a main focus on the flavored coffee that ones. honestly surprises me i mean i guess really i don't think it surprises me i'm trying to think of who else makes a lot of flavored coffee besides like wawa and oh, other well, random yeah, chains I guess like you're that right. i'm thinking Donuts, of flavored yeah. lattes like yeah no coffee itself like the bean okay yeah that makes sense then and so they're just like not trying to fuck with it and they've said that they've like done a few things but they like don't really want to do anymore and i just thought it was really interesting and i never really thought of like I don't know thinking about the coffee industry in that way where you have like the people that are like trying to capitalize on like social media like you don't see dunkin donuts running like an insane social media plan like you see with starbucks this is where i really like to look at yeah, these types yeah. of things like starbucks is even wawa has a pretty finessed social media plan yeah that they are doing starbucks has got its own thing going on they're really trying to like change their image from like uppity coffee shop where there's a whole bunch of names that you can't pronounce to like like fun time lisa frank inspired frappuccino yeah (laughs) basically and dunkin donuts is trying to go its own way they're trying to to go like classic accessible just like a stale donut at 2 p.m kind of you don't need to learn a second language to get a coffee at our shop i roll oh my god that was like the worst too because Uh, working at starbucks was a lot because you get a lot of those people that are like i shouldn't have to do anything. it's just a large it's not a venti yeah i'm like listen just it says the ounces there too so you could just tell me that like when i order coffee anywhere i just say what ounce cup you know because i'm afraid that like (laughs) because that's a universal way to say like hey this is what i'm getting not a large or venti or whatever the hell else you want to call it universal but not everywhere ounces isn't that part of our fucked up measurement system no yeah well kind of yeah because milliliters is yeah. like in liters so are people stuff. like can i get a 20 mil like <laughs> i guess Fuck. i don't know i don't even know <laughs> people around the world do you use ounces i feel like this is a dumb question i don't like i don't even like saying ounces it's just there's so much happening in your mouth when you say I don't it like, everyone say it with me now <laughs> i don't like that ounces is abbreviated with oz like where does the z come from don't even ask me <laughs> actually it finds out that uh the z is actually representative of a bird so <laughs> that's pretty bringing much bringing the shit full fucking circle that's what i'm here for you know full nest so one of the reasons why june has been so wild is because there's like conferences galore yes and by that i mean just apple and e3 yeah like literally <laughs> two things <laughs> so i want to talk about apple first because that was earlier that was last monday yeah so yeah. a week ago okay okay yeah and so they announced a whole bunch of new like updates for every platform that they fucking own. Yeah, they like, have a new space gray iMac. I don't like the space gray color, to be honest. That's I like, like the old titanium. Hey, dude, bros, here's one that's not bright and silver for your man cave. Like, yeah, <laughs> the man cave Mac. Like only it's the beer only the uh, <laughs> only the super powerful like man computer can be this dark manly space gray. The trackpad is actually a piece of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, that conference there wasn't a lot that was happening that I was super excited about because I don't have an iPad Pro and I feel like a lot of the cool updates that I thought would be interesting would be for people that are having like an apple pencil and an ipad and they do like graphic design and art because that's the updates for that that was when you left that was really Uh, cool like they didn't do they're not doing too much for the iphone like that's what i'm most interested but aren't they i guess they'll unveil like whatever the newest phone is that's like towards september yeah the phone is probably going to be a lot because it's their 10th year yeah but ios i was shocked that there's not that much with like they changed the uh control menu or whatever yeah Yeah. that's what it's called it looks a lot but i mean i'm mad that at least from what i can tell there's no like switching to low power mode like right on that control yeah which i have there would be the best yeah and i'm hoping that you can still access night shift 
because I yeah, love that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I saw anything about like a universal kind of like dark mode across. That would everything. be cool too. Like, I'm, I'm here for dark mode on Any, every app. I'm here for dark mode. Every app that I use that has it, I haven't turned Protect on. Protect your eyes, guys. Use blue light filters. Put <laughs> apps on dark mode. Like it really helps if you get a lot of headaches from looking at screens. So something that I did see that was pretty interesting is there's a screen record button on that little mission control area. Yeah, now. so like every YouTuber that tries to do iPhone tutorials is gonna have a blast like with this built-in yeah. feature. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone was always like, Rachel do, well not everyone, it's probably like three people. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Rachel do a what's on my iPhone. I was like, ah. How That's so hard. Like, that? am I gonna like try and record my screen? And like, like, to be honest, like anytime I see somebody like in a YouTube video that has done some sort of like screen capture, I'm like, how are they doing that? Like, I don't know. And so there's now, programs and devices and shit, but like, it's too much. Yeah. So now you can just do that on your iPhone. But it brought up an idea for me. So Snapchat, you know, the whole point is that it goes away and you can't like rewatch things. So like, what's to say? somebody sends you like a sexy video and like you're fucking screen recording it you know yeah. what i mean would they get a notification like you would when you take a screenshot i would hope so i'm assuming so because like snapchat's the taking a photo is or yeah taking a screenshot is like a function built into ios not snapchat so like they can still detect that so i'm assuming they'll, they'll be able so. to detect the recording the only reason why i am a little nervous is because like when you're taking a screenshot like you're using like the two physical buttons yeah yeah, yeah to yeah. do that and then like the other thing you're just like tapping an icon they so they should still be able to yeah. like do a detection but like, like that to me sounds like it's gonna be messy among very... young people especially like people that are like vindictive as fuck like, yeah. I don't know. I could just see that. Like, you're still get a, a, you're going to get a warning, but, like, you're, they're still going to have that recording. Yeah, like, people are going to be very careful about they their might, snaps. They I might feel. honestly, like, disable that function while you're in Snapchat. They should, because, like, it, it defeats the purpose of the app. Like, I mean, you know. I don't want anyone screen recording my yeah. video of Lila being slowly zoomed in on Mariah <laughs> Carey being played in the background. Like, that's for me. <laughs> It's gonna really help out those drama channels. <laughs> Yo, I—that's the first fucking thing I said. I was like, they are gonna have so much better ease of use recording everybody's snap story instead of like have screen where it's just like someone recording yeah. their iPhone on a. Well, do they have like a burner phone for this shit? Like, I would love to know. <laughs> like, because they have to record another phone like with a phone. This is too many phones that are happening right do you now. Think drama channels have burner phones. Comment <laughs> that's, below. That's the real conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, all drama channels are run by vindictive birds. <laughs> that's the conspiracy. So, actually, something else I just remember that's going to be updated is, finally, there's an update to podcasts. Oh, yeah. They added a lot to podcasts. Yeah. So, they're making a lot of changes on, like, our end to, like, help manage the show. Like, we can split a show into, like, seasons. LOL. Does our show have seasons? Like, no, it doesn't. It does not. <laughs> um, but we get to see analytics finally, so we'll actually know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. That's fucking great. That's exciting. Because, honestly, the iTunes app for podcasters... You don't get a lot of information you about get your show. Absolutely no information at all. And then for other people, I guess it's making it easier for you to like say if it's like a bonus episode, if it's like a special season or Yeah, a you can set show. up like the sequence of like if you had multiple seasons, like the sequence of how you want people to listen to the show. Right. Like if you had seasons, you could just download one season, like as itself. a whole instead of the whole show wow. or like individual episode by episode. So, so we'll be fucking around with that and seeing if there's anything useful for us to I've make been this saying show it for fucking years. Ever since they like made the big update to how like iOS looks now, I was like, when are they gonna do podcasts? Because it's like stuck in the fucking past. That's true, it does look a little old. They also really updated the like app store app. Yeah, yeah. And we got a Monument Valley 2, yes. which was a game that Frank Underwood's a fan of. Yeah, true. <laughs> I love that game. So we're playing the second one now, and I'm not going to lie, it's definitely like not as challenging, I feel like, but yeah. we're not that deep into it, so maybe it just gets harder. There's already been more levels. There was only yes. like six levels in the first game, so like yeah. there's more in this one, but like they've been really short and really easy so far. So we'll let you know where we go with that. <laughs> but still the best mobile game ever played ever. Yeah. It's fantastic. And while we're on the topic of games... Let's talk about E3. Because that's we're in the middle of that right now. Yeah, we just finished watching Ubisoft. Yeah, and Sony and Nintendo are left for tonight and tomorrow. And we oh, saw shit. 
Sony's tonight? Sony's tonight, yeah. Oh, okay. We saw Microsoft and Bethesda and EA already. Oh, fucking EA. Yeah. EA showed one frame of The Sims, and then they never said shit about it in their conference. So that was just kind of like a little tease, a little like, I don't know, it upset me. Yeah. <laughs> EA's just like, we have sports, but now there's a story behind them. Oh, God damn. Watch this man play soccer, and he has a past. Like, I get it, but also <laughs> I don't care about sports. I'm finding it, like, so weird now as I watch e- E3, like, in the future, like, currently, as to the way I did in the past. You're because, seeing yourself in the future? That's yeah, cool, Raven. Yeah, crazy. Whoa. <laughs> but, uh, like, the games that I used to, like, get really, really hyped for, like, I'm not as much anymore because I just don't have the time to play these, like, the, a lot of the big games are, like... You got the first person. First person, you've got 300 hours of content in this game. And then we've got another game coming out next week. And it's like, I don't have time for this. Like, well, now the games that you get excited for are the ones that have couch co-op because then I can play. Yeah. And, and it's like, fun because we like to play games together. Damn, it's like few and far between that we actually see a game like that. Well, yeah. But there was. But it's apparently like supposed to be coming back like a resurgence of that because yeah. more people are playing in that way, I guess. Yeah. There was a game that's basically like Prison Break that was shown at EA that looked really fun yeah the only thing is like it's supposed to be co-op super heavy that like it's a constant split screen yeah and i don't know how i'm gonna like that but it's supposed to be like part of like the vibe is that it yeah. is always in split screen and like one person will be watching a cut scene on their side and the other person can still be doing action yeah so like that's interesting yeah i'll be excited to see like what the reviews are of that game before yeah, i of go course. out and get it that's the other thing too like i'm, I'm not a pre-order binge okay? oh no don't ever pre-order yeah it's it, not worth it <laughs> so just some of the things that i that we saw that excited about okay obviously we have to fucking say yeah life is strange too life is strange too and it comes out really soon in fucking august August, that's what we meant at the beginning of the show which is insane so we're fucking getting right now we're getting a prequel series that's three episodes three episodes but there's a special edition that comes with four episodes so we will obviously get that which is kind of stupid they should have just had it as four yeah it's because like the that extra one's not going to be like it's its own standalone thing well, to kind just, of bridge the two series. Like, I don't know. It's, they're doing it in a weird way. So apparently, Don't Nod, who is the developer of the first game, Life is Strange, they're working on a sequel. And so this is a prequel that they handed off to a different development company that they really like to basically make. Yeah. And so that's why it's like shorter and... Yeah. I bet you all of it will be out this year. Yeah. That's my guess. Oh my God. I'm so excited. And then it's supposed to be next year, I think, is when the sequel that they're working on comes out. (sighs) What are they going to do with a sequel? I'm really glad that they're doing a prequel, though, because I remember when we played the first game, I was like, I just want Rachel Amber. Like, I want to know more about her. You know, you spend this time, like, looking for her and everything. And I wanted to, like, get to know her. And so. It looks like we're going to be playing as Chloe, and it's going to be, like, about Rachel Amber and all the shit that went down before Max went to their yeah. school. I'm assuming that there's not going to be any time travel in this one. Though, I don't know. Did Rachel do time? You never know. I don't know. There looks to be, like, a crow that has meaning. Damon Salvatore. He's true. here. <laughs> they show the crow as much as they showed, like, the blue butterfly in the first game. So I'm yeah. thinking, like, is that what's happening there? Also, the game that I've fucking been waiting for forever, Cuphead, is finally right. coming out. It looks like the classic Disney animation, Like Mickey Mouse old school. Yeah, that kind of art style and like a side-scrolling platformer kind of game. And I'm so... Do you think it has local? I would assume it has local. If it's it a like. side-scroller, you yeah. know? Yeah. I am so excited for this game. And it comes out in September. Like, it's been like... It's been since 2013. Yeah, they've been hyping it for a while. Yeah. And it's, it is, like, it, I'm not necessarily, like, the most excited for it because I really do like the 3D aspects of side-scrollers now. And yeah. it is, like, that flat. But I can admit that, like, it's an artistic style that no one's fucking doing. Yeah, that's why cool I like that. it so much is because I've never seen this before in a game. So yeah. that's what's the most exciting about it. Um, the one I'm most excited for besides Life is Strange 2 is Ooblets. <laughs> it looks We're here cute. for all the weird-ass indie games. I like any game that is cute, has collectibles, <laughs> has queerness. That's basically what I look for in games. <laughs> and, or, checks. like, really challenging puzzles. They said Ooblets is supposed to be, like... 
based off of like Animal Crossing and Pokemon and shit. Like, fucking just that's get, what you're here for. It's about like collecting these weird little animals. A lot of people are still trying to get me excited because they're like, oh yeah, they're totally gonna talk about Animal Crossing at Nintendo's E3, and I have no hopes. Okay, I do not think that that's happening. If anything, they're gonna talk about a mobile game. It's not gonna be a console game. That is my prediction. Yeah, definitely. They're absolutely doing the mobile game, and maybe we'll get like a tease of what it is. Yeah, because it's not supposed to be out until next year now. 18. So the main vibe that I'm getting from E3 though is zombies and pirates. I am so tired of zombies. I'm fucking zombies. over pirates. I'm over pirates. I'm especially 1 million percent over zombies and post-apocalyptic. Also a man's plight. Yeah. <laughs> literally everything. I, I'm trying to think of one game that we saw that does have a female protagonist. Ooblets. Okay. See? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And Life is Strange. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's what I look for in a game. Yeah. <laughs> Some other games that I wanted to call out, though, was uh, Tacoma, just because yeah, that's cool. from the people that did Gone Home, which we streamed. Yeah, and we are going to be getting back into streaming. We've it's heard you guys. It's been hectic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which I guess, you know, pausing here, one of the reasons why it's been so hectic is because you launched your store. Woo! I can't believe we forgot to say this at the top of the episode. Bitch, we did that. I have been fucking, I mean, for the last, like, Okay. This weekend, like, you lost your words. (laughs) It was a blur. Like, we we had a lot of, like, last-minute things that we needed to get done because, like, you know, you have to, like, actually have the stuff all ready to go and publish and No, it's no different than YouTube. You gotta fill in those description boxes and those tags and everything. But, (laughs) fuck, I mean, I'm just so, like, already just, like, from the overwhelming like love and support that i've already received and all the things that i've already been able to sell today like i am just overwhelmed you guys have been so heartwarming and so receptive to this i just hope you guys truly enjoy everything because like fuck i had so much fun making everything and i like chris is like rachel you need to chill because as soon as i was done publishing i was like okay well clearly these bookmarks are selling so i need to make like a hundred more and he's like you 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 can chill out though (laughs) i'm like but i'm just so excited like I just want to make even more shit because I'm just like, I have so much fun making it. And it makes me so excited excited to see you like, you're so passionate into this work and it's making you very excited. So that's when I know. I'm feeling fulfilled. Yeah. Which, so you can go to shoprwd.com to go see the store. Yeah. It's also in my like Instagram bio and it's probably my pinned tweet. So like, just check it out. There's not that much left, but I will be adding, I'm going to be adding stuff like every week, honestly, or like every few days. So like, fuck, (laughs) I'm excited. Yeah. So if there's not a lot there left, you know, or a lot of people were having like things being taken out of their cart because other people were getting there quicker. Yeah. So like, don't worry. Like there's going to be plenty of stuff for everyone. I'm going to keep adding to it wasn't just like today and she's yeah. gone you know mm-hmm. but i'm excited yay uh just to wrap up quickly on the e3 that we took a, a detour from yeah. uh, just some of the other games i was looking forward to was surviving mars oh because yeah. that's like hello we mars space this fucking podcast you guys know we're a fan of leaving this planet so, so that one is supposed to be like you just start up like you're, in- you're building a colony on mars and that's you have to, cool yeah like you just have to like get the resources and all of this shit yeah and you're really into the assassin's creed game yeah okay so like i am that bitch that makes fun of assassin's creed however i love anything ancient egypt like i will learn about it all i love every i think movie. that's the new it's era my nancy drew game too <laughs> i think that's the era that games need to really explore now fuck pirates fuck zombies fuck pirates get those this, like, renaissance age and then fuck also present day gritty walking dead vibes like yeah. i want like just oh so it's the only assassin's creed game that has looked at all fucking interesting to me and it's mostly because of the beautiful graphics on all those beefy animals i mean yeah. fuck that alligator she was ready. You can play as Squeezy the Hawk. Like. Yeah, the Hawk <laughs> literally was Squeezy. <laughs> so I am actually, it's like the one big title game I'm actually looking forward to, which is so crazy. Yeah. So I was not expecting that at all. But I, this is the time of year that always gets me like super jazzed for games. 
and now I just like want to play a million games, but I'll probably just end up going back into the like same two that I've been playing all year. I know, like, like I literally have not. When we had Brie over like yesterday, we were talking about how, but all of us like just haven't really been playing that many things right now. Like, it's just like being an adult sucks for the reason you can't play games, you know? Yeah, and now I'm just I'm excited to have some new stuff come out that we can hopefully stream for everyone. Yeah, I'm so excited to get back into streams. Like I miss it as much as you guys have missed it. I know. It's been, it was fun. So moving on to something that just fucked my brain up a little bit. Because that's what I like to do. I like to read things online. I like to watch. I love watching conspiracy YouTube videos. That's like my new favorite genre. I think that's just like the new genre of the internet that is booming and and interesting. It makes sense because we're in such a time right now, especially like the younger generations where we're just questioning literally everything because everything's a fucking mess. (laughs) Yep. So Kendall Ray, one of my favorite YouTubers, she made a video with her husband about the butterfly effect. And me Which and Chris, I've never seen that movie, but... <laughs> oh, fuck. I could not handle that movie. It was a lot for me. Like, it was just too dark, too fucked up. Yeah, And yeah, I was yeah. too young. It's like that movie on FX, and you always have to turn past it because otherwise you get sucked in and it's, like, stressful, like, phone booth. It seemed like it was very dark and gritty, so I it, can imagine it was that kind it of vibe. Was. Yeah. Um, but the butterfly effect itself is just kind of, like, the idea that basically something in the world could have changed like one small little thing and that could like set off like a chain reaction and it would you know give you such a different outcome than what you had previously like sometimes i think about when i'm in the world coffee pot going off uh if i'm in the world like and i make one small little action like what down the line like the ripples of that effect will that change like if i say like like hello to somebody or give somebody a compliment on something and then like they're in a better mood and then they like go home and then like they don't have a fight with somebody yeah and then, like, like or they do something that really like helps somebody and then yeah yeah it's crazy to say so like that. because i am absolutely like an anti-fate binge okay i do believe that we have a lot of choice and i do believe that our choices shape the world around us and what happens next i don't think it's just like this predetermined lo- timeline of bullshit like you've ever seen because then it's like what's the point of living like I don't understand like people that are really into fate like they almost like feel comfort in that to me that scares me then there's like no point in like working towards a goal unless that was already signed up for you to like get the drive and then complete it like I don't know it just sounds I feel like we have a lot more I like to feel as though I have control over where my life is going not some like something making that your the choices for matter me. not yeah. that like everything's just set up you know if you ever seen the fucking adjustment bureau or whatever the hell that movie was called oh i like, didn't see that one it was like i think it was with matt damon and it was literally this like sounds the, like a matt damon these movie. dudes with like these these books of like everybody's path and they make sure that you stay on your path it's like final destination bullshit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which i never saw those either i just saw the escalator scene and that was enough <laughs> like, yeah. let's be honest so we were thinking about like how this would apply to our own lives like what thing we were trying to look at our lives like the bigger things that have happened to us and what could have caused them and so we basically just like unpacked like the reason why we met as being really fucking weird this is like the biggest one that we could think of like the most like circumstantial where it wasn't our choice yeah that's the biggest thing like not something that we have decided but like so basically if you don't know we've already talked about this before but we do get a lot of people that ask us like how we've met you know so if you don't know this um chris and i met in college in like 2010 when we were both freshmen and we were living in the same dorm building yes and so chris was a meteorology major and i was not i was a fucking like english education and because of that i was supposed to be like across the goddamn like campus yeah it would have been different if like see the dorm that we were in that was where like the majority there was like six or seven dorms were in that area and then there was like just two dorms on the other side of campus and that's that were where like the english really far were. away and like if it snowed like you couldn't leave yeah <laughs> like you were yeah because you had to cross over a pond and so the pond would like flood and freeze and stuff so if you were in those like really far away buildings you were fucked and that's where you were supposed to be yeah because my roommate later on like we the whole time freshman year we had the same major and we had the exact same schedule and i could have easily have been her roommate however my my roommate was this girl that I didn't really know that well in high school, but she was in my choir class and she was a meteorology major going into our college. So she like asked to live with me because she just knew who I was and she was like, I'll yeah, live with someone yeah. that I know. And she was only a meteorology major for like two weeks. And so if she had not chosen to be a meteorologist 
for two weeks and like changed her major or if she had gone in with like the thing that she ended up taking on yeah i don't remember what it was but like if she had never had that in her head i might have never lived in that building and i might never have crossed paths with you because fucking honestly i would have never had the same science or math class it was always like weird like if you had a friend that was like oh they're on the other side of campus yeah like like, they were like gone girl yeah they were the outcasts over there because they had like their own dining hall and it was shit compared to ours like it really was so that was just like like yeah maybe we could have had like an english class together because you still would have had like a requirement yeah but like the chances of that happening our paths were just like our majors were too different that like there wasn't a lot of overlap we only had one no we had two classes that were together but we picked those well we picked them with each other we wanted to hang out yeah exactly i was like take this film class But we unpacked it even further. Okay. <laughs> He's quivering over here. Quake the game. Um, so basically, I was like, all right, well, then how did I end up in this girl's choir class in the first place? I mean, I love choir, but when you go further back into my past, you'll realize that like in third grade for us at my school, you got to choose between either taking on an instrument so you could be in band and orchestra or you could be in choir. And I was like, when you got to do that, right? Uh, yes, the famous choice that I've had in yes. my past. And What ripples would have been happening... <laughs> if I chose that trombone? If you had been confident in your arm size. <laughs> I would love to know, like, what... Because, like, honestly, think about it. You could have become an amazing trumpeteer. Trombone? I forget. Trombonist? Wh- whatever, tromboner. And then <laughs> you could have, like, made someone's life. Or you could have, I don't know, like, just something could have happened. Like, you could have blessed someone with your fucking musical ability, and then that person could have, like, achieved their dreams, and wow, a lot Wow, my current life is shit. You really <laughs> fucked everything up. Um, so anyway, the reason why I chose choir, even though I loved singing as much, I, in my heart at that point in third grade, I thought nothing could be more cool and like mysterious and lit than being a violin player yeah okay and i wanted the violin i used to call the case a coffin i wanted that like red velvety fucking case for your goddamn violin they are very nice i wanted to be that bougie ass bench chirping away (laughs) you know and it was too expensive because like when you go into band and orchestra you have to pay for the instrument and shit and choir was free so we all know which one my family chose but like honestly i'm not upset because i love choir yeah yeah but like what would have changed if i had never gotten into choir then i would have never maybe been in a situation because that was the only class i had with that girl yeah yeah and i didn't know anyone else going to that school that was going to be a meteorology major yeah so weird that is really weird the fact that actually you know what now that i think about it the other girl that I was really good friends with in high school, you know, I'm talking about, we had like a falling out, but we both went to the same college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was also in our building on like the first floor. Weird. Now, I ended up on the floor of our building that had the men on it as well. It was like the only floor that had like both men and women dorms or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that also kind played. of like a weird thing that also went down, you know? Yeah, because who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have crossed paths if you were on the first floor like, yeah i don't know used a different door who like, now knows? i would have crossed paths with you eventually because i would have been working at the starbucks and i know you went there but yeah what i you know me like how many times like i had had like a, a customer come in that i thought was cute and i didn't do shit like you know what i mean like <laughs> what am i gonna fucking do <laughs> right on your cup i like you like oh my no god no you only did that afterwards yeah <laughs> I, would, I would draw like penises on his latte like with caramel <laughs> it was <laughs> that's definitely not up to starbucks code <laughs> yeah that's why we were a weep rally group and uh you know I just think it's interesting. I feel as though I didn't have, like, have as many, like, climactic fucking decisions on my side. But, well, like, like, this was, to be fucking honest, the whole reason why we're even together is because of me. Like, I honestly, fucking it was made your, all it was this your happen. Pe- it was your fate to, like, move, like, make I us be together. the pawns around this Monopoly board. Yeah. And I passed fucking go. <laughs> because I pursued him, too. Because, like, he, he was, like, interested in another girl when I was interested in him. And, like, you definitely rejected me in the beginning and everything. And I I don't know. Like, I saw you. And I was just like, I don't know. There's something about that kid. What can I say? I'm going to hold the door for an uncomfortably long time. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know why you were pursuing me. Because I was very awkward and very Bitch. much in a stark white hoodie zip-up yeah. that was not 
attractive. But I think I like I saw I saw what the could potential. be. Yeah, I saw what would happen. You know, it's like I looked at you and I imprinted. <laughs> and I saw the future. Get the fuck out. We're done. It's fucking yeah. disgusting. Okay. Anyway, next next topic. So we have a quiz here. Oh yes, quiz. You sent me this. I don't know what it is. Now this is coffee related because you know clearly we didn't have a fucking fact today, so we're, we gotta Honestly, get our like. Also, binge time today is, like, you guys' coffee drinks. Like, we just decided, like, wow, we got to make up for a lack of coffee fact. Yeah, so this is a uh, BuzzFeed quiz. Make a cup of coffee, and we'll tell you what coffee-related product you should buy. We'll spill the coffee beans. Amazing. <laughs> All right, so pick a roast. Light roast, medium roast, dark roast, or decaf. Fuck decaf. I'm going to pick medium. I'm going for light. Add a flavor. Vanilla, caramel, hazelnut, none. Wow, this is a tough choice. To be fucking honest, I'm going to say none. I'm going to go with caramel. Okay. If it's vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Want some sweetener? White sugar, cane sugar, Splenda, or none? Fuck Splenda. Also, none. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with none on that. I feel like I'm doing, like, (laughs) Animal Crossing when you're in the roost (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Choose a milk to pour in. Regular milk, soy milk, creamer, or none. Now, this is a hard question because I would pick soy milk creamer. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to say soy milk because it's, like, the most. I'll just say none to, like, you know, I got the caramel. If I had that caramel sweetener in there, I think I could be okay. That's true. When I go sweet, I go milkless, you know? Yeah. Uh, how do you want your coffee? Hot, iced, frozen, or latte? Also, there was like a BuzzFeed poll the other day, and it was like, if you prefer your coffee, like in general, iced or hot, and like, it was overwhelmingly majority iced, and I want to say, fuck off. I'm (laughs) upset. That really disturbs me. It it upset me in a way that I couldn't really vocalize. Um, I'm picking a latte. I'm picking hot. Okay. Um, want to eat something with your coffee? Bagel, pastry, fruit, or none? Ugh, bagel. Fuck yes. I'll go oh, with pastry. pastry. I'm going with pastry. Uh, where are you drinking your coffee? In the car, Starbucks, at home, indie coffee champ. Uh, <laughs> fucking at home. <laughs> oh my god, that's the original Starbucks they have photoed in there. Okay, I'm really upset about my answer. I'm gonna go with at home as well. Okay, what is your answer? The product that I should buy is a coffee pod organizer. What the fuck? I got the same thing too. This quiz sucks. God damn it. Because I don't even have a coffee thing that would have I reject a pod. this. I don't want this. Wow. And then they also link to another article, which is like 27 of the best products you can get on Amazon for coffee. <laughs> I... Do, does BuzzFeed have like, would you know this? <laughs> I wouldn't Buzzfeed know this. BuzzFeed has like an ongoing like collab contract deal sponsorship brand integration with amazon that honestly could happen like could be if anything i know they're absolutely must be using affiliate links on all of these fucking posts that they have like they must have like a buzzfeed account i think now's a good time to go to some questions yes but but first a word from our sponsor so today's podcast is sponsored by the brand lola which makes organic cotton tampons okay so for all the people that have listened to me talk highly of menstrual cups if that's something that you guys have tried but you did not like for whatever reason because lots of people haven't liked them you can try out lola's brand of 100 organic tampons and so they also have pads and liners and non-applicator tampons for people that are like trying to not throw away a ton of plastic which i think is really fucking cool and everything is made of 100 organic cotton and there's no like weird chemicals because you know how the fda doesn't make people disclose that they have all these weird weird toxins in all of your different like feminine hygiene products so they have none of that happening in their shit so i tried the lola tampons and they were great you know they didn't have like a weird like fucking fragrance bleach flowery smell upon opening them up so that's always a plus for me and i didn't have any problems with leaking and they come in a nice cute box and overall it was just you know the average tampon use but i felt really good about it because i know that there's no weird shit hiding in them so lola has a monthly subscription so you don't have to like think about this every month and then you can customize like what's in your box like depending on what kind of products you like to use and it's really flexible and you can change, skip and cancel at any point. And it's a company founded by women, which I think is really cool. So we have a special deal from Lola. So you can go to mylola.com and you can get 60% off your first order when you use the code CWC to subscribe to one of their boxes. So that's mylola.com and code CWC. All right, so let's do our patreon.com slash questions from you lovely binchos that help support the show. Uh, first one's from Caitlin, who said, If you could magically be fluent in another language, which would you choose? <sighs> so for this, I think I want to pick one 
that is a really hard language to learn from, like, coming from English because, like... I would say anything that has its own set of characters. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Chinese or Japanese. Yeah. Because that, I feel, would just be the way that things are structured, the way you're writing the sentences, like, the symbols, everything. It's a lot harder than, like, just trying to go to, like, Spanish or French or something like that. Yeah. I would actually probably go for something more, like, realistic. Okay. With, like, something that I think could be utilized the most. So I would go for, like, a French or a Spanish in that way. Because it just is so useful to have that skill. And if I could just have it effortlessly, like, that would be lit. Obviously, if I was going to go for, like, what would be the most, like, practical in my day-to-day life, I would say Spanish, probably. All right, and Alexandria's asked, predict slash reflect on what are going to be the hots and flops of this (laughs) summer for skincare and lifestyle trends. For example, I've been seeing a lot of the metallic freckles this week. Interesting. Are these the kind of trends you could use to your expertise? Yo, like, honestly, (laughs) though, if I were making a YouTube channel, I'd go from his and ships to hots and flops. Like, that's pretty great. I'm sorry. (laughs) You um, are flop. <laughs> fuck. Well, I mean, I've had several people send me the carved avocado. So I think, like, carving a raw avocado into a beautiful work of art is going to be I think the we're new be... avocado rose. I think that we're going to be seeing a lot of avocado related things. Like, because we're... millennials are kind of like kicking back at the baby boomers being like, you bought this avocado. Like, we had the house. avocado latte already. Oh, now right. we've got the uh, that was carved a one. Thing. Yeah. Hmm. I would also say, like, you're going to see a lot of fake freckles. A lot of fake freckles on fucking full coverage foundation, which makes no sense to me. But, you know, it's fine. Like, you're going to do it. (laughs) Freckles are great, to be honest. Now, I think you're going to see a lot of tears, especially from me. um, Because (laughs) it's going to be warm, and I'm going to be sad about that. (laughs) Are they going to be metallic tears? Because I feel as though, like... Anything that, ha- Yo, that happens this year. Yo, metallic though is a whole thing right now. Like metallic lips as well, and like metallic lips can look good sometimes, but it's just not practical for every day. You know. are here for the mat. Yeah, I am. Not even like okay, wild. I've been getting more into gloss, and I feel like we've had this like dusty, dry, like painted on matte lip color for like so long now. Honestly, since like 2014, maybe even 2013, we've been doing just like basic matte finish i feel like now we're getting into metallic and i feel like gloss is honestly coming back but i hope that we see more like tinted lip balmy looks because honestly that's what i'm rocking because <laughs> it's just so easy yeah um kathleen asks why did you choose an etsy store thoughts on the handmade amazon store platform to be honest i don't really know about the amazon one i know that also people sell handmade things on ebay as well i chose etsy Personally, because I like the way the site operates. I think it's very user-friendly for both the consumer and the store runner. Yeah. Um, it makes it really smooth to set it up. We might do, like, a podcast or something about, like, setting up an Etsy store, like, after I've had some time, like, getting used to everything. I didn't feel yeah. comfortable doing that yet. Um, but I and also, I think Etsy for, like, the name recognition is why it I want to do it. definitely has, like, the notoriety of, like, if you're getting a handmade craft item you go to etsy and it's also like just knowing that like a lot of people are already on that website just browsing yeah and so i feel like there was more of like a i'm hoping that i'm because like right now i'm assuming most of my sales are from people that have just seen me tweeting about the fact that i launched and not people that have like found me through the store yeah but hopefully as time goes on like i get in people that have seen me just from like browsing the you know app or website itself so that's why i chose it and plus there's a really good like online community of other etsy sellers and people like share each other's projects and there's tons of like different instagram accounts with like lots of following that like promote other people's like you know products and handmade items so like i don't know i'm just into all that i would say that like i was here for a lot of like the setup process and like etsy thinks of a lot of things that you wouldn't have even thought of before and it's got everything set up in a easy to view way easy to set up so that way like all you had to do is just have the information it made it pretty easy for me to be honest like especially like things where i wasn't even you know like privacy policy and all these things and like return policy like these aren't even things that like 
I don't know, I feel like you'd want to get like lawyers involved and like they have really good policies already set up that you can like edit yourself and everything. And I'm like, oh shit, like these are really good ideas. All right, so the next question is, do you guys know or are willing to talk about Lacey Green's recent videos and discussions about the mm. red pill? Mm. I'm wondering <laughs> if you guys are keeping up with it and a lot of people oh, are getting upset <laughs> to see Lacey turning against what she's been fighting for for years. Okay, like... I, I wanna, just want to start off, like, preface this with, like, I don't have, like, a personal issue with her at all. And I love the sex positive videos. And when we met her in, like, 2013, she was very friendly and super nice. And yeah. I, that's the only, like, experience Absolutely. I ever I loved her content. Of her. Like, it was really good content. But I am friends with a lot of people that, you know, were really good friends of hers that she's kind of, like, I don't know, like, scorned a little bit because she's you know, planning on making videos with people that have said, like, the most vile and disgusting things about some of these LGBTQ content creators that literally just make, like, fucking educational videos, and then they have to deal with, like, the most disgusting shit from these channels. Yeah. Um, like, the whole point that Lacey is trying to get across, which, if you don't understand, Lacey is, like, was very, like, feminist and, like, pro sex education sex yeah. rights and all that stuff and now is trying to like have open dialogues with the like anti-sjw crowd and like aka like all right the title of the videos were called like taking the red pill and if you don't know what the red pill is it's literally a fucking like subreddit and their fucking main motto is like always assume consent. Just to like set the scene for you, it's like yeah. I went in there creeping in ugh. the subreddit just to like get a feel for like what was going on there, and like the shit I read on there was so vile and so like and disturbing. Like, you can argue that these YouTubers that make content that is catered towards that audience, they might not have the all the same views. But a lot of them do, and a lot of them have said the most like disgusting shit. If you ever. lump yourself, like, if I'm you sorry. lump yourself into that community, like then you're responsible for that too. You know yeah. what I mean? And like the whole point of this is like you know opening a dialogue, freedom hear, of speech, hearing, like hearing out the other side. Which I am so for, and like every kind of discussion about like laws and rights and things like that. I think like there's that. like this misconception that feminists and especially like intersectional feminists that we just want to like take down anything that like could possibly disagree with us. And it's not the case. Most of us want like obviously a huge like factor in everything is freedom of speech. However, there's a difference between freedom of speech and just straight up hate speech, hate speech and like violent ideals being spread like that consent is like not even mandatory and that like trigger warning sexual assault is something that it's just like a bonus to your afternoon and shouldn't actually be a crime like these are actual and also views. that like transgender people just don't exist yeah like, and yeah, yeah like there's i am all for having a discussion about like the both sides of an argument but like when your argument is like women shouldn't have rights transgender people don't exist like sexual Telling, assault is okay uh, like that is when I'm like, your opinion is not valid and your I do not listen to your side because I don't care what anybody says. You can hear them out, but like, do you have to expose them to your like two million viewer audience? I think about that episode That's of what fucking I think of. that episode of Oprah when she had like the skinheads on her on her show yeah. and like she was like i regret doing that because i gave them a platform to spread their message yeah and that's the thing because it's like as much as it might be wishful thinking and this is what i think like i deep down i don't believe that she would have the intent that she's trying to like harm her friends but at the same rate like i don't know i would i would not be like talking to people that i knew made horrendous videos about my very close friends okay so that's the first part but if she, her real intent is like to just, you know, open up a dialogue and hopefully change the minds of some of these people with their like, in, you know, their views about our humanity as people. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Do I foresee that really happening? No, because what's going to happen is like you're going to give these people a platform. They're going to get on there like fucking ready to just dismantle any kind of view that a feminist would have. And then their audience is going to come over and it's just going to be like this big circle jerk of hate where it's just like they're all getting boosted up because their views are getting this platform and this attention and they're going to feel validated. That's what Donald Trump did. We yeah. saw we see such a huge rise in all of these hate crimes, these racist crimes, these anti-trans crimes. Like it's just disgusting. And that's because 
because they're becoming more vocal and they're feeling more confident because there's larger communities growing and any exposure is just going to give their community more room to include more members in my opinion yeah so i'm like i'm not really into it to be honest i think it's a weird choice and i think I if, they, if you want to just i'm i'm mostly sad for like my friends that have been hurt like yeah. personally by this because it's upsetting and no one deserves that like i the video content that i see from like the feminist side of things and like the people that i see from the feminist side of things i've never seen anybody that's like you know attacking a person is saying like they don't have the right to be like a person that like the only ones that i can think of are like the the turf rad femmes okay and like that's valid i guess like they are somewhat as extreme but like i don't know like honestly can someone give me the receipts of like showing me like i feel like there's like this vibe this stereotype that like all feminists are like this extreme like we all hate men and we don't want them to like flourish at all and like from what i have understood about feminism and from what the majority from what i, I see, see like yeah that's not the case and so like please show me like one channel that is that is a feminist channel okay that is spewing the same amount of hate speech and just horrendous that's on the same level as some of these fucking like red pill channels that yeah, have like please, hundreds of thousands give me of the receipts yeah honestly because i'd love to see it because from where i stand you have these feminists that are just like please let us upload these educational videos about sexuality and gender without you harassing me and then these men are just like let's just harass you because i don't understand you and you're different from me and i don't believe in your experience that i've never experienced myself yep that's, it's just a lot. It's too much. So, I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes, but, like, I'm not really, like, a fan rah, of the choice. in support of it, to <laughs> yeah, be honest, rah, okay? Rah. <laughs> you know? But we'll see. All right, and we're going to go to a more lighthearted question after that. <laughs> Would you guys ever adopt a long-haired cat, or do you prefer oh, short yeah. hair like Squeezie and Lila? I would absolutely. Yeah, I've had long-haired cats in my past. Like I know Marvel's it would be, like, a choice, because we would have even more hair than Lila can produce herself. <laughs> like, Is that even possible? Because Lila produces a lot of fur. Yeah, Lila is basically, like, the long-haired cat hidden beneath a short exterior. Like, <laughs> I don't know where it all comes from. <laughs> I mean, it it's in there somewhere because you get her wet and like she's the smallest fucking cat like yeah. she looks huge right now i know <laughs> next question is from our email which says hey crunchles chris <laughs> and the chunks and rachel wow amazing <laughs> that we're changing our name right now <laughs> i remember rachel saying that as a coping mechanism when she was still living in pa with family that she joined a lot of after school activities to get out of the house do you have any advice for what to do over the summer i'm currently living back home from college and i'm unemployed and i don't drive so i constantly feel trapped by my family god this was literally me yeah because like honestly summer was the fucking worst it was hot and i hated it <laughs> yeah it was just a lot um when i was younger and i was like still in high school and so i was like just there all the time but i was just during the summer and i didn't have a job yet and i definitely didn't drive I, besides, like, hang out with friends, which I definitely was that kind of girl. Like, we never had sleepovers at my house, but, like, I was always, like, at other people's houses yeah, staying a couple nights. Yeah. I definitely relied on that a lot. And I did happen to have, like, I was in a very lucky situation where my best friend lived, like, a few blocks away and I could just, like, walk to her house. So I was lucky in that regard, but that was when I was the most into my books because it was my way to escape and just kind of hiding out in your room reading a yeah, book and or i didn't have to computer. like go anywhere and i didn't have to like spend more money than like already getting the book and like if you have the library or whatever um but yeah that was my escape and then as i got older and had access to a computer as well like i was just on there i would be writing you know participating in forums making online friends you know chatting with people on like aim and msn and all those things so like I would say getting into like, you know, a show or a book or some sort of like online community can be really helpful when you can't really leave your house that much, but you want to. Yeah. Um, and like, honestly, if I could do it again, which <laughs> if you could do it again, like if I had to do it again, um, now that I'm like into, and I mean, now I have the ability to be able to buy all the art supplies that I wanted at the time, but like just getting into a hobby, if it's just crafting, like there's so many good DIY YouTube channels that they, you know, don't require a lot of money to spend to make the crafts. If you can just, you know, get something like make something with your hands, do something outside gardening, things like that. Um, we also did have a dog and taking the dog for walks was also like a way that I could just 
just kind of being out on the town. Yeah, out, you know. But, I mean, yeah, it, it's always worse during the summer. But there are, you know, I feel like people in that situation, at least from my personal experience, you get very comfortable, like, entertaining yourself in that yeah. way. And so, like, I'm sure you'll be able to find some things to do. But I'm feeling for you, and I wish you a very wonderful summer. Yes. And the next question is, how do we feel about couscous? <laughs> well, just round it off. Um, I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> All right. So my mom used to make couscous a lot. And from what I understand, it's just like rice, but it's just like little balls. It's like pasta. It's literally like a pasta. But it's just like little tiny balls. And I used to hate it because I didn't like the, the texture, texture of it. But now that I'm like a quinoa binge, like I feel as though I need to give it another shot. Yeah. But see, growing up in a Jewish home, like we had kasha all the time, okay. and not the cereal. <laughs> it's oh literally God. like a quinoa, but it's oh yeah, I remember. Kasha. It's kind of like I mean, sh- they would prepare it like in a different way than you would with quinoa, and it's got a similar texture to quinoa. And I was always having also like chicken orzo soup. I don't know what it is <laughs> about the Jews, but we love our orzo. I don't know, <laughs> maybe that's not a thing, but we have a lot of that, and that's a lot of like little tiny teardrop shaped pasta pieces. Yeah. So I don't know. It never really bugged me. I, I was more about that long grain rice and you know bigger oh, pieces. Of pasta. I don't like a long grain rice. I just like a regular rice. I was not. When I rice say that, like binge. it was always like, you know, my dad making one of those like packets of rice that come with like a seasoning in it as yeah, well. You know what I, I mean? You. Now, like, when's the last time I've had rice? We and, have rice all the time. What do you I, fucking it's, talk? Brown yeah. rice. Well, in burritos and shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when was the last You're time right. I had rice? Literally, like, three days ago when we had Chinese food, to be honest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, drag me. I will. All right. I think this is a good point to uh, exit. Uh, okay. <laughs> exit I moved my mug because I forget every single fucking time. That we clink, which is yes. the one thing we have not changed since the beginning. Actually, did we do that from the very beginning? Oh, I feel like we did. That's probably where it became. Became. Yeah. Yeah. Fact check us. Let us know. All right. We will see you guys next Monday. Bye. All right, benches. As we said before, you guys are going to be different types of coffee. This is the type of coffee that you are or you're having or whatever. Maybe you've had this drink before. Maybe not. But I think it should be everybody's goal to try try, try it out if you can find it. Because some of these are very nuanced to yeah. say the least and this is probably the most reachy that we've ever been oh yeah um just letting you know just a heads up yeah <laughs> so we're starting off with ishbel mendez who is turkish coffee valerie molina is a mocha emily sweeney is espressino Ooh. weird melanie weldon is a double espresso alex capraro is a cappuccino shannon shires is an ice shot alicia mckee is iced coffee kimberly proza is priest coffee sarah booth is cafe bonbon Emma Corbeil is Cortado. Angelica Feliz is Calypso Coffee. Leslie Wright is an espresso. Alexandria Taylor is Drip Coffee. Just, Just our classic your <laughs> Renee Medina is a Red Eye. Gwen Stowe is an Affogato. Victoria Thu is a Thai Coffee. Sloan Fuller is Corfu Coffee. Kat Schultz is a Flat White. Megan Burrell is Egg Coffee, which I've heard of, but That's I don't know what interesting. is there. What makes it an egg? <laughs> Kim Greeley is Geisha Coffee. Jason Gonzalez is a Guillermo. Lindsay Torlina is a Cafe Cubano. Jess Adams is an Americano. Megan Oxley is a Bailey's Irish Cream Coffee. Irish. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is Black Coffee. None of that fancy stuff. Kennedy Rochelle is a Pumpkin Spice Latte. M. Samek is a French Mission. Rebecca Edmondson is a Mocha with a K. Taryn Parker is a Piccolo. Alana Barbosa is a Borgia. Lutzi is a long black. Megan Ashley is an eggnog latte. Fuck me up. Emily Tormi is ristretto. Sonia Vazbrun is a cup of robusta. Me. Sabrina Hughes is a cold brew. Fiona is a filtered coffee. Stephanie Oliver is a Seville coffee. Juanita Cara is a caramel macchiato. Annie Wynn is a shinshin coffee. Cassandra Lee is a dry cappuccino. Oh man, me. Honestly. <laughs> Emma Nigren is a cafe crema. Courtney Hall is a white coffee. Becca Jansen is a cup of Arabica. Angela Sue is a coffee with sugar. Sugar. Aaron Bray is brandy coffee. Jada Goshi is Lungo. Maya Elizabeth is Cafe Gamosa. Talia Miller is a Blue Mountain. Margarita is a Cafe Maracchino. Avery Labelson is a vanilla latte. Anthony Hood is an Antichino. Liz Holbrook is a Karsk. Jennifer Habgood is a hazelnut latte. 
Madison Greer is a dirty chai. Madison Wolf is a macchiato. Megan Preyas is a French press. Corey Springfield is a Colombian. Ilka is a coffee with milk. Uh, Jackson or who is a dopio, yes. Bridget Carey Davis is a brevet. Ash Roselle is a cafe Zorro. Oh my god, a little sword or something. Yes. <laughs> that was my sword. <laughs> Jackie Burkhart is a black eye. Beth Fonseca is an Arusha. Ian Murphy is a Russian coffee. Kendall Berg is a Gaelic coffee. Megan Grilly is a dead eye. I don't know what that is. Me Chloe. neither. Chloe Ireland is Irish coffee. Taka Roach is an espresso romano. Chameleon Malky is Jamaican coffee. Amanda Pete is a percolated coffee. Is that when you have it like camping? Yes. Okay. Caitlin Whalen is a monk's coffee. Cody Robinson is instant coffee. Lauren Chavone is a chai latte. Dana Daly is a Vienna coffee. Claire Wood is a lazy eye. So there's a lot of eyes happening. Yeah, very <laughs> weird. Anna Hernandez is a decaf. Lynn and Drew are vacuum coffee. Mackenzie Knight is a black tie. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to try all of these beverages. Yeah, you got to do it all in one day. <laughs> lots of caffeine. All right. So the rest of the beat bapos. I think Alan. you're the individual beans that are being roasted to perfection. Wow. Yes. Okay. We've got Allison Frankboy. Ashley Riefenberger. Joanna Jensen. Mallory. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. So thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Your episode. drink. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you've ever actually had it or if you know what any of these eyes are. I know a red eye and a black eye, but those yeah. are the only ones I know. I've learned a lot. Yeah. So uh, also just let us know what games you're looking forward to that you saw from E3. Yeah. And, and you know, check out my Etsy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> ShopRWD.com. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.